I was no match for it. Another thing which didn't help was that I could see Mr. Ripley watching me benevolently from the farmhouse doorway. While I wrestled the gate open, contented puffs rose from the farmer's pipe, and he did not stir from his position until I had hobbled over the last stretch of grass and stood before him. Now then, Mr. Harriet, you've come to nip me a few calves. A smile of unaffected friendship creased the stubbled cheeks. Mr. Ripley shaved once a week, on market day. Considering, with some logic, that since only his wife and his cattle saw him on the other six days, there was no point in scraping away his face every morning with a razor. I bent and massaged my bruised ankles. Mr. Ripley, that gate. It's a menace. Do you remember the last time I was here? You promised me faithfully you'd have it mended. In fact, you said you'd get a new one. It's about time, isn't it? Aye, you're right, young man, Mr. Ripley said, nodding his head in profound agreement. I did say that, but thou knows it's one of them little jobs which never seem to get done. He chuckled ruefully, but his expression altered to concern when I wound up my trouser leg and revealed a long abrasion on my shin. Eh, that's a shame. That settled it. There'll be a new gate on there by next week. I'll guarantee it. But Mr. Ripley, that's exactly what you said last time, when you saw the blood running down my knee. Those were your very words. You said you'd guarantee it. Aye, I know, I know. The farmer tamped down the tobacco with his thumb and got his pipe going again to his satisfaction. Me missus is allus on to me about me bad memory, but don't worry, Mr. Elliot, I've had me lesson today. I'm right sorry about your leg, and that gate'll never bother you again. I guarantee it. Okay. Okay, I said, and limped over to the car for the bedizzo. Where are the calves, anyway? Mr. Ripley crossed the farmyard unhurriedly and opened the half door on a loose box. They're in there! For a moment I stood transfixed as a row of huge, shaggy heads regarded me impassively over the timbers. Then I extended a trembling finger. Do you mean those? The farmer nodded happily. Aye, that's them. I went forward and looked into the box. There were eight strapping yearlings in there, some of them returning my stare with mild interest, others cavorting and kicking up their heels among the straw. I turned to the farmer. You've done it again, haven't you? Eh? You asked me to come and nip some calves. These aren't calves, they're bulls. And it was the same last time. Remember those monsters you had in the same box? I nearly ruptured myself closing the nippers, and you said you'd get them done at three months old in future. In fact, you said you'd guarantee it. The farmer nodded solemnly in agreement. He always agreed 100% with everything I said. That's correct, Mr. Arian. That's what I said. But these animals are at least a year old. Mr. Ripley shrugged and gave me a world-weary smile. Aye, well, time gets on, doesn't it? Fairly races by. I returned to the car for the local anaesthetic. All right, I grunted as I filled the syringe. If you can catch them, I'll see what I can do. The farmer lifted a rope halter from a hook on the wall and approached one of the big beasts, murmuring encouragingly. He snared the nose with surprising ease, dropping the loops over nose and horn with perfect timing as the animal tried to plunge past him. Then he passed the rope through a ring on the wall and pulled it tight. They are Mr. Harriet. That wasn't much trouble, was it? I didn't say anything.
I was the one who was going to have the trouble. I was working at the wrong end, nicely in range of the hooves, which would surely start flying if my patients didn't appreciate having a needle stuck into their testicles. Anyway, it had to be done. One by one, I infiltrated the scrotal area with the local, taking the blows on my arms and legs as they came. Then I started the actual process of castration, the bloodless crushing of the spermatic cord without breaking the skin. There was no doubt this was a big advance on the old method of incising the scrotum with a knife, and in little calves it was a trifling business lasting only a few seconds. But it was altogether different with these vast creatures. It was necessary to open the arms of the badizo beyond right angles, to grip the great fleshy scrotum, and then they had to be closed again. That was when the fun started. Thanks to my injection, the beast could feel little or nothing, but as I squeezed...